May the Lord be with us. From Luke chapter 11, verses 1 to 4, we read these words. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Forgive us our sins. Someone wise once said that the definition of human should always include something about the need for forgiveness. Certainly it is universal. Every one of us fail at some time in our relationships, and the only thing that can keep those relationships stable is the will to forgive. Without it, the relationship of marriage has little hope. Void of forgiveness, the parent-child relationship turns bitter. Most of all, without the reality of forgiveness, the relationship between God and us could not exist. To forgive literally means to release a debt, to declare that what is owed to you is paid or need not be paid. Sometimes we forgive monetary debt, and other times we release the debt of personal pain. We say that the loan that was given need not be paid back, or that in the hurt that was done to us, we now release the demand of justice that is owed to us. The Lord teaches us to pray about forgiveness because it is a daily need in our relationship with Him. Daily we do our own thing, though it is His will that we were made to follow. Daily we sin and fall short of His will for us. This is a debt that is too severe for us to handle, for it separates us from the source of life, our source for everything. It is also too immense for us to handle, for we do not have the resource that such sin demands, which is our life. To pay the debt within ourselves mean that we would condemn ourselves to eternal judgment. We need the Lord's forgiveness of our sins. The good news of the gospel is that this is exactly what Christ provides for us, a means of God's forgiveness for our debt of sin. Jesus, the Son of God, died for us, for the payment of our sin, that we might have forgiveness and live as children of God. He was without sin, having always lived according to the will of the Father. He had an unhindered relationship with his Father, but in every way he identified with us, taking our sin upon himself. In other words, he takes our debt of sin and pays it. For the wages of sin is death. Romans 6.23 By praying, forgive us our sins, we in turn identify ourselves with him, the one who has taken our debt and paid it. He is with us in our sinfulness, and we are with him in his graciousness. He never participated in any sin, but he takes our sin and he has made it his own on the cross, dying for us, paying for us what we ourselves could never pay. That's why we call it good news. That's why we give him our lives, not out of debt, but out of love. Jesus teaches us to pray this every day because the forgiveness of our sin is needed constantly. And we need to remember this. 
Its memory shapes who we are, how we live, what kind of person we will become. And it is for this reason Jesus teaches us the next phrase of this prayer, as we forgive those who've sinned against us. We cannot incorporate the grace of God's forgiveness and not become forgiving. That is the assumption and lesson of this phrase. Do we make the forgiveness of God contingent upon forgiving others? I don't think so. Instead, I believe that as we've been forgiven, our hearts are transformed, and forgiveness becomes a reality to us and through us to others. If we do not become forgiving, what then? Jesus once told a story in Matthew 18 that addresses that very question in very vivid terms, and I want to read it in whole to you right now. Matthew 18, starting with verse 23. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like the king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. And since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had had to be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell on his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all the debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to his jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. You see, forgiveness is something that is very vital for our lives. Without it, we will suffer and die spiritually forever, for this is a debt neither you nor I can pay. But it goes the other way as well, for if we cannot learn to forgive, we will die and suffer. Without forgiveness, our souls, all that is us, will not survive this world. There is more to forgiveness than I can say in this lesson on the Lord's Prayer. I want to assure you that our Lord is a patient teacher and will assist you in forgiving those who hurt, who have hurt you so deep within your soul, within your spirit, within your mind, even within your body. It is true that there are some that don't deserve our forgiveness, but then we never deserved his either. Yet by grace, we are forgiven. So we must forgive. There is no room for anything less. His forgiveness is simply too big for something less. If we make the commitment to forgive even those who are horrible to us, we will begin to experience the freedom of being forgiven ourselves. Eventually, we may even be healed from the hurt if we go the path where we are forgiven and in turn forgive those others. Amen. Let us pray. Precious God, forgive us of all the things that we've been guilty of. Wash us clean through the grace given to us by the cross 
and free us to live the life of your Son. Relieve us of all condemnation and fill us with a sense of your blessed graciousness. Work in us your heart that extended forgiveness even to those who betrayed and put you on the cross. Their sin and ours is the same. For it was for us you embraced the pain and shame of our sin and entered into the grave and death. In Jesus' name, Lord, forgive us. We ask this according to your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.